0: Asanda Beda on SAFM. Let's get into our wellness corner now, talking about dealing with sexual harassment in the workplace. So sexual harassment may include unwelcome physical, verbal, or nonverbal conduct, but isn't limited to physical conduct of a sexual nature that includes all unwanted physical contact, ranging from touching to sexual assault and rape. It can escalate into becoming a form of sex discrimination which negatively affects the working environment, undermines gender equality and work. So let's talk about this then in terms of work policies and how they should address this, but not everyone following these work, uh, workplace policies. Nomazbulo Changa joins us, founder and managing director of Ziana Business Consulting and Training. Welcome back to Sound Awake, Nomazbulo. Good
1: morning, Asanda, and good morning to your listeners.
0: How are you this uh, Thriving Tuesday? terrific Um, Tuesday. i'm
1: I'm great i'm great i hope the same for you
0: yes awesome stuff workplace policies what do these provide for and do they cover everything when it comes to sexual harassment in the workplace
1: Mm, thank you for that question workplace policies um they should be able to cover um you know any unfair discrimination which then um sexual harassment falls under unfair discrimination So as we may understand that the Employment Equity Act of 1998, Section 6 of 3, which, um, you know, treats sexual harassment as an unfair discrimination. So as you have also indicated that it has an impact on gender, um, you know, um, equality issues, and it is a misconduct in the workplace, um, and it should be treated as such.
0: So if one is experiencing it, how should they address it?
1: The first point of contact is the human resources department, um, or other organisations don't have particularly a human resource department that deals with labour issues, so that would then be the labour relations uh, manager. So the labour relations manager is the custodian of all the human resources and labour related policies. So an individual should be um, addressing, or re- uh, you know, referring the issue. The labor relations manager in their organization or um, their human resources department. If the organization does not have a human resources department, as you know, some small and medium organizations don't have specifically human resources, that um, department they do outsource to consulting companies. It's important that they report the matter to a senior manager, but not the manager, not the alleged. Um, perpetrator, if I can call it like that, so that, um, you know, the person is still protected and they feel comfortable to, to, to share that information with someone that they can trust within the organization, even a fellow colleague or a fellow employee, so that that person may be able to refer the matter to the CCMA or to the senior manager.
0: So let's talk about the forms of sexual harassment. As we're saying in our introduction, it it's not uh, limited to physical only.
1: Yes, it is not um, only limited to physical, there's a verbal, there's psychological, and you know, it's the little things. Um, It could be unwelcoming feeling or emails that are sent by your senior um, to yourself um asking for certain favours and in a sexual tone on an email. It could be, you know, staring. Um even, you know, um when you are in a meeting, a certain, you know, stare and you unfortunately because we are all adults, so we can feel when something is uncomfortable. Um sometimes we're not directly related to sexual harassment mm-hmm. and um in most times junior employees cannot even quantify it as sexual harassment but they feel the uneasiness. Um they feel you know, when someone is staring at them, looks. it's like when someone is staring at the, at you, is practically undressing you. Or, um, you know, as you walk in um, corridors, there's certain winks um, um, from the eyes that makes you comfortable. Or sometimes, you know, um, there's a physical contact that's attached to it. Um, so it's physical, it's verbal, and it's psychological.
0: So let's talk about that. I mean, you talk about how you discern if a line has been crossed and you talk of a discomfort that one may feel how how do we prove it um when we now feel you know this discomfort that we we feel we are you know being victims of sexual harassment
1: it's important um first for the actual um you know offended um employee to maybe initially address it especially if it has not been physical and um maybe it's it has not been psychological but if if, if it's been verbal then it's important for the you know the 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 offended um, employee to engage with the potential perpetrator or the alleged offender to say that, I don't like it when you look at me like this. I don't like it when you do this. Um, and then from there, um, you know, see if there's any changes within the behavior. But if the behavior continues, because oftentimes that, um, you know, sexual perpetrators, they it's progressive. It, it, it's not something that you know it happens once you've got an uneasy feeling and then you have to go report it um you know we humans. human so if it happens once it's uncomfortable you can't you can't quantify it you don't know how it feels and then it happens again it happens again have a conversation unless it has then moved to a physical um you know um way of of of, of so that you are able to prove it or a psychological way where there may have been an exchange of emails or there may have been an exchange of even verbal languages i mean you can even ask for recording in a workplace if there has been a sense of that
0: all right so let's talk then about the emotional uh, uh, burden mm-hmm. and how one can deal with that because i guess that will go beyond the workplace and hr it's going to be in the personal space
1: not necessarily because um mm-hmm. some of the you know, offended, um, employee or know affected employees within the organisation. What they do is, if you do report a case um, or an alleged case of sexual harassment, there may be um, wellness, um, you know, counsellors or psychological um, counsellors that the organisation, um, you know, has. So a person may be called in. By a counselor to explain what this experience is, what this feeling is, and then this also creates a comfortable environment, you know, for the affected uh, party. To really engage with someone that is trained, um, you know, to get the information out of the person, so that even the organisation can ascertain if really indeed if it was an element of sexual harassment. So there are those tools and resources um, that are available within organisations, but if organisations don't have such, because organisations uh, organisations do differ, and then I, I suggest that the affected party may start to attend um, counselling on their personal side. So that you know, they can um, start to engage with the professional on that matter, and then the professional can advise, um, and then they are able to, you know, um, you know if there's a healing process that needs to take place, and then that process can start to happen.
0: Okay, let's share how we can connect with Ziana Business Consulting and Training.
1: You may contact with Ziana um, at www.zianaconsulting.zero. Our email is info at um, zianaconsulting.co.uk and our telephone line is 012-943-3550. And um, when you do contact us, um, you you must be aware that we we operate nationally. So we've got a national footprint and we also have, um, you know, um, some clients that we work with in also sub-Saharan Africa. So um, our head office is in Centurion, but we do operate nationally.
0: Thanks again for your time, uh, Nomazbulo. A uh, terrific Tuesday to you.
1: Thank you so much, Asanda, and have a good Tuesday to you.
0: Thanks. Nomazbulo Changa is the founder and managing director of Ziana Business Consulting and Training, talking to us in our wellness corner.